I watched um, the Arnold documentary on, I think it was Netflix. Yeah. It's a three-part documentary, docuseries. I've seen it. I haven't watched it yet. You saw it? Very good. No, I've seen like the, the trailer. The trailers, yeah. yeah. Super good. Is it? Oh, my God. I, I was... No, I was always like a, a you know already a fan of of yeah. Arnold, um, but it was it was kind of like the the his life story in, in three parts between getting into bodybuilding and then getting into acting and then getting into politics. He's an amazing dude, man. Dude, you want to talk about ultra motivated? And yeah. what was so interesting to me was as he was talking about his life and his vision. He was like, my vision was so clear to me. It was so clear of what I had to do, you know, and and I believe it, you know, because I think so. I think there's some people have a certain gift and they're just wired a little bit differently. And I feel like that was a man who's wired a little bit differently. He knew what he wanted to do and he made it happen. He freaking made it happen, dude. And, and not yeah. only was he successful in one one. Uh, Everything area, he's ever done. It, it was three major areas. He's just that type of person. And actually, before he even got into acting, did you know he was already a multimillionaire? From what, Mr. Olympia? No, uh, real estate. Really? Yep. He bought. Uh, he started buying um, uh, commercial buildings. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah. He's like, so I was already a million. It wasn't about it. Wasn't about the money. I was already a millionaire before I even got into acting. Hmm. Um. So yeah, that I, that part I didn't know it was very interesting. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Really, really cool. So. What up, guys? Welcome back, Bourbon and Blunts. We're here again, baby, with a new episode. Uh, I am Jimmy the J. Slang. And uh, if you haven't already, please subscribe to uh, Bourbon and Blunts on YouTube. Share, comment, like. Also, you can find us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Um, you can also support on Spotify if you want to donate. You can donate for $0.99 cents per month up to $9.99 per month if you wish to do that. Otherwise, sharing, commenting, liking, subscribing is a huge, huge help. Just watch yeah. or listen. Or watch or listen. Watch or totally listen. Totally fine. Yeah. Totally fine. So uh, this episode also is being recorded in, as is quarter after nine in the morning. We will not be partaking in the alcoholic beverages right yes, now. Yes, way too early for uh, whiskey or bourbon. It um, is. It um, is. But we got things to do today. Yes, we do. Yeah. What do you got going on today, buddy? I'm going to go to the gym, okay, and then I'm going to shoot another video for nice. Digital Slang. Beautiful. Um, and I have to stick around the area in case I'm needed at the shop. Okay, that's right. You got people working today? I do, Beautiful. and um, that's it. Nice, man. Yeah. And uh, before we begin, we'll partake in the... Wake and bake. Some ceremonial kush, the ganja. What are you doing today? Today, I got to uh, go to my uh, dad's. I got a uh, siding going on the house today, so I'll be there overseeing... The, the work and I'll be doing siding. work here yeah oh, I hated that I did roofing and siding for a while you know what's crazy dude I um so my dad wanted me and him to do the roof and the siding I said dad you are better off paying somebody to do the roof yeah because it'll it'll take me a week to do it yeah where somebody else could do it in two days dude four hours what was he got a small roof no it's about 2200 square feet I think it was mm. my favorite thing about roofing you know what it was Oh, please share. <laughs> we did this one. We were doing these apartment buildings. It was me, um, my buddy Drew. You guys know Drew if you're from Lakewood. And um, our boss, two bosses. And we were doing these apartments about the same size of where I live now. Okay. So I'm good. I don't even need any more. I'm already, I already waked and baked. You did. Go ahead. Yeah. 
Um, so my favorite part of that entire job was, well, you know, a nice tan. Right. But um, that giant, you know, 50-foot ladder where you just whoo, slide down the whole thing. Dude. How do you do that? So, oh, yeah. It was so much fun. The first oh. time you do it, you're like, oh, shit. This is a little nerve-wracking. But then once you get it, Oh, it's all, it's, oh it's all, it's like a it's ride, on. dude. It's so much fun. I, um, yeah, my dad, uh, <laughs> so they started on Sunday. So my dad had two roofs, had to rip the, rip the roofs off. And, um, so he calls me at seven 30 and he's like, yeah, I, j- I just left it. No, Saturday it started. He's like, yeah, I, j- I just, I just left the house and, um, they're not there yet. So I got there. So that was like around seven 30. I get there at 11. They already had both roofs ripped off. Nice. The ice and water shield down, and they were already shingling by 11, 11.30. Nice. That's crazy. <laughs> and that's what I told my dad. I was like, listen, that is why yeah. it's better off hiring a crew to do that because they will knock it out in a day. They want to knock it out in a oh, day. Oh, yeah. yeah. And let me tell you something. They are workers. Shout out to High Places Construction. Workers, baby. Freaking um, couldn't be happier. So, yeah, that's but cool. I'll be down there today helping and working, all that sort of stuff. So Yeah, that's something I never want to do again. Now, I, you know, I've done several roofs in my life. Uh, not the most fun thing to do. No. It sucks. It's not fun at all. No. It's measurable because usually you're doing it in 100-degree weather yeah. on a hot-ass roof. On a dangerous rooftop. Dangerous, hot-ass roof. Yeah. Bent over. You're bent over the whole, the whole time. The whole time. The whole time. Your back's killing you. Knees are hurting. Oh, everything. No thank you. Yeah. No thank you. So anyways, that's what we're... I got going on today. Yeah, hopefully you don't fall off the roof. Um, I'm not going to... No, the roof's done, dude. Well, not you. I'm just saying anybody that's in that no, industry. No, yeah, yeah. It's... Yeah. It can be a little dangerous, so... Yeah, but um, last week we we were talking about uh, on our our uh, weekly ep- we're going to do this uh, both episodes, uh, which is going to be the what's inside you segment. Um, but we we're talking about three things that you would bring with you to a deserted island. Yes. Now I mentioned the Mora knife. Now the reason why I I said this knife because I view this as one item, and here's what I love about this item. So the Mora knife is uh, from Sweden, made in Sweden. It's a good bushcraft knife. Um, carbon, three quarter tang. You can beat the hell out of it. It's got a nice flat edge right here, right? So you can use it to cut things with, and use it as a, with a uh, like a pounding stick. Where's the flint? Check this out, dude. Pop this bad boy out. Oh, that's cool. Look at that. Yeah. All right, and you can sharpen your knife on it. Oh, as nice. Well. Yes, that's cool. Yes, freaking love this thing, man. Nice. Love it. So the Mora knife. That's it's uh it's spelled M O R A K N I. I think it's a L. Again, this is from Sweden. So it's just called I just call it Mora. Mora nil. I think it's called I think it's Mora knife, actually, but yeah, I just call it the Mora. Uh, Mora. The Mora. Yeah, the Mora. So and where'd you had, buy that? Uh, I bought it from the website. Um so just I was just kind of like looking up best bush bushcraft knife. Uh, this company came up. They have several different knives, several different sizes. Highly recommend. So we should actually do a video because I said a nine by twelve piece of plastic, and I want to show people why. Like we could set that up. Yeah, we'll pick a spot in the woods. Yeah, I, I, I'm not gonna use a knife. You, I'll get my twenty by twenty one. You get your twelve <laughs> by right, nine one. Dude, we'll see so f- who brings who ah, builds dude. a better shelter. Oh, mine's gonna, mine's gonna be up in five minutes. It's all right. Mine's gonna look like a mansion. Yeah, you're gonna be fucking freezing to death. 
No. Actually, you wouldn't. You wouldn't have to freeze it. You literally just wrap yourself up. Yeah, it wouldn't be good. too hard. Yeah, you're good <laughs> with that. That's why you bring them, man. Yeah. So I bring them any, anytime I'm out hiking. That's what I bring, dude. So, anyways, um, <clears throat> yeah. So should we get into our uh, our first first segment? Yes. All right, let's hit it. It's time for what's inside you. <laughs> All right. We're like two children. We are like two children. All right. So two new questions today. Uh, do you want me to go first? You want to go first, buddy? Go at it. All right. <clears throat> Let me bring up my questions again. I wrote a bunch down last night. Okay. If the world was ending tomorrow, what would you do on your last day? So again, rapid fire, and then we'll come back to okay. it. Okay. So if the world was ending tomorrow, yes. what, what would be my last what would you what what would be the what would you do on your last day? What would I do on my last day if I knew we were all dying? Yep. What would I, I would just go chill with my family. Yeah. That's it. Okay. I'd make sure my dogs were there. Yeah. I'd call everybody that, you know, I couldn't see. Mm-hmm. And then I'd just go chill. Okay. I would literally fucking kick my feet back and fucking chill. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Wait Next. for it. All right. Wait for wait for uh, the explosion. Hey, by any chance, did you see um, you see the movie Don't Look Up with Leonardo DiCaprio? No. Oh, I was about a meteor hitting the earth. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like the scientist or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really good movie. Yeah, kind of reminded. It was me. a little weird, but it was good. I really enjoyed that movie. He gave up at the end, right? Were just waiting for the end? Yeah, um, didn't they? Didn't they wait for the end? They sat down as a family and had a final dinner yeah. together. So, yeah, no, I really liked it. It was um, a good movie. It was a good movie. Um, who was one pivotal person that came into your life that changed it forever from that moment on? <clears throat> hmm. God, you suck. <laughs> I don't think I have one, dude. You don't have anybody? No. Really? You don't have one person? Nope. A friend? That changed it. A friend's like a like a like a coworker sometime. Me. <laughs> <laughs> How did I know that was gonna fucking come up? Well, you couldn't think of anybody, so I had to throw myself. Yeah, let me. In. I'll come back to this. I don't all know, right, dude. Because right, right, right. it has to be. You said pivotable. Pivotal. Pivotal. Pivotable. Pivotal. <laughs> pivotal. Yes. Pivotal. Pivotal. I remember. Say that like five times. Remember, fast. everybody, he barely graduated high school. So, <laughs> pivotal. 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 Big word. Pivotal. Big word pivotal. of the day. Pivotal. 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 There you go. I'm too stoned to do yeah. that. That's all right. All right. So, uh, you couldn't think of anybody? <clears throat> um, uh, if you can, it's fine. Yeah. I know. I mean, I could say my mom, but that's all right, it's, like a cop out. It's okay if that it's should, your mom. It should be no. I mean, pivot. I just watched her work very hard her whole life, and okay. that's where I got my work ethic from. Work ethic from. Okay. Um. Other than that, yeah, no one. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, you got to answer them too. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, if the world was ending tomorrow, would you? Do? I'd probably do a very similar thing to what you would do on my last day. Um, spend it with my family. I would call people, tell others how much I love and care about them. Um. I think that, I, no, finish good. No, that's kind of, kind of it. I, I would want to spend it with my loved ones and, you know, make it, I don't want it to be a morbid, sad thing. I don't want yeah. it to be a morbid, sad day. I want it to be a joyous thing because the reality is like at any moment, it's our last day, right? So, you know, why spend, why spend the day miserable, right? So why not spend it? 
having fun with your family, having fun with your friends. Yeah, playing with the dogs. Yeah, like yeah. En- enjoying it. And and people that you can't spend the day with, you, you, you share the love with them as well. Yeah, I had a thought, but I'll change my mind. I had a different thought. I was like, yeah, and I was like, yeah, we'll do all that. And I'm going to call everybody I hate and fucking tell them, like, what is wrong with you? I'd just be like, yo, I never liked you. This is why you're cool, but fuck off. Well, you know, at the end of the day, I guess that's okay too. Yeah. Like, you know, I just want to be real with everybody. That's fine. I don't know if that's necessary. Uh, considering <laughs> probably not, it's not necessary. Not. It's like it's our all our last day, yeah. so maybe so we they're just probably want... sharing something yeah, nice with their right. family. So why don't why not have them, you know, have a nice <laughs> time? Want to be too. real to the end, bro. Well, I appreciate that. I'd call you, you up and be like, I always knew you like dudes. So I just <laughs> <laughs> I'm in denial. It happens. One person, um, yeah, I already know who this individual is. So. Obviously, I could say my family and all that sort of stuff, but I, it would it would definitely be my seventh grade literature teacher, Mr. Myers. Hmm. He, um, you know, at that time in my life, so I'm seventh grade, middle school, and at that time in my life, I I could have went either way. I think I could have went down a bad path or continued down the path that I was on. So a teacher, huh? Yeah, it was definitely him. He he was the one who came into my life where like, my parents were having a really hard time with their relationship, uh, a lot of uh, turmoil at home a little bit. And, um, you know, I prior to that, I wasn't hanging out with the best individuals. Um, I still had my, my good group of friends that were, you know, top notch. I mean, he is a hoodlum. For, I wouldn't say a hoodlum. You know, I didn't grow up in Lakewood. But... <laughs> <laughs> wow. I definitely was a, a farm boy, that's for sure. There's a lot of Lakewood people listening. Oh, I'm sorry, everybody on Lakewood. I apologize. Um, but I, you know, he was just a great guy. And just, you know, a, just a wonderful... And I, I remember thinking, like, I want to be more like that guy. <laughs> it's such a fucked up thought just now. What is your problem today? <laughs> I don't even know if I want to hear your, no, your this fucked one, up thought. I don't even know if I should say yeah, it. Yeah, don't say it. If you yeah. think you shouldn't say it, don't say it. <laughs> it's even bad for this show. All right, then don't say it. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. Tell me off air. I'll tell you off air. Good. I don't want to hear it. It's about the, the person I look up to. Or, like... All right, no. good. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> no, I, you probably don't. All right, and I, I feel like we're, we're we're doing this segment wrong because I keep elaborate. We're elaborating on. Uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. All right, give me your two. Um, what was the what was your most fun childhood memory? Oh my god, my grandparents, uh, my grandma, my grandfather, and my great grandmother. So I called her Granny. Um, so I knew my great grandmother till I was 13. She died in 90, 93, 94. I think she was, um, great woman. Anyways, uh, she spent, uh, six months living out in California with my aunts, her daughters and six months living with my grandparents and, uh, loved when she was always home. Um, and she would be just about getting back East, you know, when the weather was breaking and whatnot. Anyways, for my birthday in June, my grandparents would rent, a hotel in Wildwood for three days. Wildwood. A, a Friday, Saturday, and a Sunday. Hmm. And I looked forward to that so much, man. I remember going with my grandparents and my great-grandmother and just having just a wonderful time with them. They'd take me boogie boarding, and we'd go out and, 
you know, obviously go to the boardwalk and watch a movie, you know what I mean? Like take me to the movies and we go to the zoo. Like I just, it was just a great time. And I had a, that was a great childhood memory with my grandparents. As a kid, I think Wildwood, we're talking about Wildwood, New Jersey, in case anybody doesn't know, but as a kid, Wildwood was amazing. It was like a, like going to Great Adventure. Yeah. Cause they had all the rides. Yeah. Yeah, all the rides. I just remember it being as I got older. Like once I got to be an adult, I was like, eh, I don't. Really yeah, I'm not that. talking about older. I'm talking yeah. about as a, as a kid. As a kid it was fun. Yeah, yeah, as a kid looking at Wow, what it looks like an amusement park. Yeah, for sure, dude. Yeah. It was fun, man. Um, all right, give me your next question. Um, I don't know. This is I want to ask this question, but I think it's a difficult question to answer. What's the weirdest dream you've ever had? And I say tough to answer because you might not be able to remember. Yeah. So <clears throat> I remember a couple dreams. Um, I think one of them, I, 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 I talked about this before on the podcast, um, but there was two night terrors I had. Hmm. You know, I don't get them often, but once in a rare blue moon. I think I told the one where I was in Mexico I legitimately was in Mexico. I was on vacation. I was in Mexico sleeping. Uh, Skylar was next to me. And I remember <clears throat> kind of being half awake and half asleep. And it felt like I couldn't move. I was in like this paralyzed state. And I remember opening my eyes. I legit opened my eyes. And in the I think I've heard this before. Yeah, I told you this story yeah. before. In the corner of the room was this fucking demon. Yeah. I mean, up in the corner of the room, looking down at me, and I remember like, uh, like couldn't breathe, and sh and I remember like trying to like move to like wake Skylar up, and I couldn't. It was me. <laughs> you know, it looked like you. It was me. Freaking ugly bastard. I mean, it happens. <laughs> but I mean, it was, it was scary, scary as hell, dude. Scary as hell. Um. So, and then there was another one. Well, I only gave one, so I'm I gave that one again. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. That's a good dream. Yeah. No, it wasn't a good dream. Well, it wasn't. A it's a good, good story. Yeah, for was, a dream. It was a shitty ass dream. <laughs> and then I remember like kind of like moving or blinking my eyes, like moving around, then looking back up, and then it was gone. Hmm. You know, and I'm like, I had to go. I'm like, what the fuck? I had to get out. Of get out. It was time to go scare somebody else, bro. <laughs> Dude, it was scary as hell, man. You never got them? Not night terrors like that. I mean, I, I, ah, kindly like barely remember any scary dream like I, I know i've had scary dreams mm -hmm. but not one that like freaked me out yeah my dreams are always different my dream was like my main dream and i've had this dream multiple times is i'm looking out at say a city okay and the city is and i'm like standing in the grass like far away and the city is encased in like a bubble or a force field all right and i'm just sitting there like pounding on the force field trying to get in i can never get in Why'd you want to get in the city so bad? I don't know. That's the dream that I always had. Interesting. I probably had that dream ten times. Interesting. Yeah. At maybe, least that I can remember. Maybe that's like a, a, a analogous to something. I think it is. There's two dreams that I've had my whole life. One is that, and the other one is me running away from something big mm -hmm. chasing me. Not, never really had a face, just okay. like a figure. Yeah. But the ground is moving while I'm running away. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So he's never really catching me, and I'm never really getting away. Right, you're probably it's just running a, in slow a motion, constant, too. Just a constant, like, struggle. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting, dude. Definitely 
See, that's something like when we talked about like consciousness. Yeah. Like that, you could, that's my subconscious fucking talking. Yeah. Yeah. So it, maybe to some degree, some way. Yeah. I don't even, I don't even know if, I mean, there's like dream research and all that sort of stuff. Like, yeah. I, but they're just guessing. I, yeah. Right. Like how the fuck can they you don't know? fucking know. Unless you're talking to aliens or interdimensional beings that, mm-hmm. you know, like, I don't know. Like how the fuck would you figure Unless that out? Unless I could project my mind right, to like, you, then I'm I, a superhero. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. So what was the other question? Uh, wait, it's your questions. Um, your childhood memory. Oh, yeah, great childhood memory. What's yours? Uh, mine would be <laughs> this is a weird one. Like, I used to, I had a good childhood. Mm-hmm. Like, growing up in Lakewood, Lakewood's no, not the nicest place now, but growing up in Lakewood was fucking awesome. Yeah, you 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 you've said that multiple times. You yeah, fond memories of it. everybody was cool with everybody for the most part. Yeah, I mean you had you know for sure problems, but everybody was cool. But um, <laughs> I, we were sleeping in a tent at my boy's house, right? And it was like me and two of my other boys, and we were just sleeping out back in his yard in guys, a tent. You guys were experimenting. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for the sake oh. of the podcast, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, absolutely. I thought so. Um, and it got cold, like really cold. And we were locked out of everyone's house. So now we're trapped now outside. We cuddle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're out there cuddling? I just see your face. If y'all mother, I'm going to make sure I had the, the camera pointed on his face in that moment. <laughs> no, we didn't fucking cuddle, dude. Uh, all right. No, we we ended up like we walked around. We walked around the neighborhood. And you know those electrical boxes? They're giant yes. green yeah, electrical yeah, yeah, boxes yeah. and they generate heat. <laughs> I slept person. on that bitch <laughs> till like 7 a.m. And then I got I went home and I was like, fuck it. I'm going home and knocking on the door and waking everybody up. Uh, yeah, I slept hilarious. on an electrical box. I don't remember where they were. I think one of them, I don't know where they were. Did you not have sleeping bags? No. Or maybe we left them in the tent. I don't know. I think we did have sleeping bags. Why did bags. you get a sleeping bag? I think we did. Why did you get a sleeping bag in the tent? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we didn't have them. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. That's hilarious. <laughs> we were supposed to be drinking just chilling. That's funny. And it got cold. and Yeah. I mean, all my other memories are all sports related. Like, yeah. It's all so that just chilling like that and throwing snowballs at like cop cars and cars that drive by. <laughs> Fucking idiot. I never did. My that. fondest memories were just playing basketball at sunset. Yeah. Honestly. That's awesome, buddy. Did that for like 15 years straight. Yeah. That's awesome. Man. Yeah. It was cool. I like, uh, I like when people say they have a good, had a good childhood. My childhood was good, bro. Yeah. Lakewood, Lakewood always got a bad rap. Right. But growing up there, everybody was tight. Yeah. You know, I think at the end of the day, uh, you can always look back on your childhood and pick out so many different um, issues, right? And then blame those issues on, um, or blame, I guess at the end of the day, you are the sum of a lot of your experiences in life, right? And a lot of us yeah, have and had trauma and demons and all that sort of shit. We all do to some degree, but... And it, it does matter who you surround yourself with. 100%, yeah. man. It, it really does. I, I feel so blessed and fortunate that I had great friends. Yeah, um, I'm here now. Like, your, yeah. your life is soaring <laughs> right now. <laughs> well, I do. You are you're, 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 you are a good influence in my life. I know a lot of people. Uh, I know you you have a certain exterior shell to you, but you have a great heart, mm. man. I want to just say that to you. Thanks, man. I said last week you had a black heart, but I don't believe that. 
It goes back and forth. Uh, of course, it goes back and forth yeah. in all of us, man. We're yeah. all capable. I tend to keep my distance from most people. Yeah, you, you do. You're you're uh, you just have a hard time keeping it away from me. I get it. <laughs> that sounds so wrong. Yeah, well, whatever. So wrong. All right, that's the end of... Um, it's time for <laughs> What's Inside You! That's the end of that, everybody. So uh, we decided to uh, put that in both episodes because um, a lot of people it's, really like it. It's a good, fun segment. Yeah, it's a good, fun segment. So uh, should we transition? We um, do, do we have anything in tech this week that you wanted to discuss? Um, I'm going to discuss... I'm just going to bring it up. I talked about the Pixel Fold okay. last time that it shipped. Well, I've been using it for a while. Okay. And it's a dope phone, man. You're really it's, enjoying it. Yeah, I dropped a bunch of videos on this already on YouTube that are doing very well, by the way. Okay, where can people find that at? At Digital Slang on YouTube. All right. And um, so, yeah, a bunch of videos up on the Pixel Fold. It's 1800 bucks. It's overpriced, but it's a damn good phone. Cool, man. Um, would you recommend that phone for me? I would, actually. Why would you recommend that phone for me? Because you love Android phones, and this will do anything you need it to do. Okay. You know what's cool about that phone is it got that front screen. Dude. The form factor. Yeah. That's what I love about screen. it. I can use this thing as a regular phone. Right. You can use it as, as the chocolate bar or... Yeah, as a, as a candy bar phone, or right. I can open it up when I want to go tablet. Oh, snap, dude. I You know, if I had this phone, I'd still be doing this, watching videos. Uh, <laughs> I have watched them on the front. I just turn it. But you don't right. even turn it. This guy just watches videos no, like I, this all that's the time. That's pretty much how I watch videos, man, like a knucklehead. So, that's um, hilarious. Anyway, so if you're an Android person and... Um, Stock uh, Android, basically. Yeah. If you're an Android per person, Google Pixel or Google just dropped a new phone, which is the Google Pixel. It's very expensive, but there are deals out there. Okay. What kind of uh, deals um, do So get? I believe Verizon... You could um, open a new line and or trade in a device and get okay. like nine hundred bucks off. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't be doing that anytime soon. No, um, but maybe down the road. Maybe down the road. And if you're a Google and or Android and or tech person, uh, this could be a good phone for you. This phone means a lot for the tech space. Why is that? Because it's the first competition that Samsung has had here in the U.S. ever. For a folding device. And so Samsung has been able to do whatever they want. Ah, so this is a competitor to that. Yeah. Interesting. Because Samsung's given us the same phone for three three generations of phones now. It's been the exact same fold pretty right. much. All right. Well, now and they got this up. new one they're dropping in a month <laughs> is going to be the exact same thing too. All right. So now they got up their game. Now they do. And there's another folding <laughs> phone dropping at the end of the year by another company. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So well, it's going to bring the price down. Okay. Cool, man. Cool. Well, maybe, hey, you know what? I might get on board down the road one day. With yeah. It. One day they'll be affordable. Yeah. We'll see. So, um, anyways, we want to uh, mention, or uh, Slang want to mention that, and uh, transitioning into our final segment of the day, um, one of the things that you and I talked about, or have talked about in the past, even before we started podcasting, all that sort of stuff, um, you know, we're always talking about ways to make extra money, right? And, I, and both of our goals is to continuously work to create as much financial freedom as possible for ourselves. And so we were kind of kicking around different ideas as far as uh, how to generate some passive money. And I know you have some ideas. I have ideas. <clears throat> or maybe not necessarily passive money, but definitely uh, different little side hustles that you can kind of pursue. Definitely not going to be for everybody. I can promise you that, especially some of the stuff that maybe I do or slang does. But for some people out there, this might be viable options for you, especially if you're looking to make some extra, <clears throat> extra chingy. Yeah, it's, I mean, uh, to just get and obtain financial freedom, you need passive income. You can't just 
trade time for work and time for money. Yeah, right. Because we talked about that last ep- on our last episode as far as, um, I mean, what is true wealth? Yeah, it's free time. It's I, I'd argue, yeah. I think yeah. It's, it's your freedom of time. But you need to generate a certain amount of wealth to be able to get that free time. Right. Unfortunately. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, what would be one thing that you can think of that maybe has been beneficial for you in the past um, that has generated, you know, what you would argue to generate a substantial amount of money or at least some side money that has helped you tremendously? I grew, um, <laughs> I keep saying <laughs> I tried to say it with a straight face. I could. <laughs> Where were you going to grow? I grew? Like illegal mushrooms and <laughs> sold them like in the streets at, in Lakewood. But no, so we've talked about this many times. Like one of my side hustles now is crypto mining. Yeah. So mining Bitcoin and mining a bunch of other coins and then exchanging them for Bitcoin probably. How, is that, how has that worked out for you um, overall? Oh, <laughs> well. Well, besides the one thing. Be, besides the... Yeah, you got you, there was a scam. You got scammed. I got scammed out of a lot of money. You tried, but but, but forget kind of knowing it could have been a scam. Right, yeah. right. But take forget that, that. Take that away. It's been great. Yeah, it's been great. And it's just that I'm not just mining. I'm also investing as I mine. Right. So I'm trying to double. Like every time I get a payout, right, mining Bitcoin, I put that same amount of cash in as well. For for people out there who don't know, explain to them. Most people don't really know what what uh cryptocurrency is in general we yeah we'll, um, we'll talk about it briefly but we should do a whole we should do a whole podcast on it yeah we definitely we, we definitely could but um i guess the best way i could put it right it's just i mean it's digital currency right? it's digital I, currency but it's much more than that it's software that has a lot of use case depending on what blockchain everything is built on like you can do so much yeah and a lot of people i don't even fully understand all of that per se but at the end of the day, I guess we can summarize it as it is a decentralized form of currency. And what is currency? Currency is a vehicle to acquire goods and services that people believe in, right? People have a belief in a currency. So at one point, we were bartering, right? I trade you two donkeys for your horse, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, and then it kind of transitioned into like gold and silver. We're going to trade gold and silver for the two donkeys now. Yeah. Um, and then that transitioned into you know fiat currencies, paper currencies. That transitioned to fiat currencies along with plastic currency like credit cards, mm. debit cards, right? And now, why do we use that? Well, we use that because we have a belief in it. The American dollar, the U.S. dollar, is not backed by gold anymore. It's just it is fucking literally just paper. It's just right? it has value because people say it has value. It, exactly, yeah. and this is kind of a similar thing. The beautiful thing about this is is that. Nobody controls it, especially with Bitcoin. There is no control over it, right? So it's not like one government organization or one individual can monopolize the whole system. Yeah, Nobody owns it, right? So that's a beautiful thing. Plus, it has, I think it was 21 million coins. For Bitcoin, for yeah. Bitcoin. yeah. So um, it's a finite amount of Bitcoin. Exactly, which increases the value. As that well. value <clears throat> will go up. Now, mind you, like more than, I forget the number that have been mined already or bought, and it's more than half. Okay. But there's still like 30, 40 years left of mining. Like right. that's, you know, to solve the algorithm to mine crypto, it takes a lot of energy and a lot of machinery. Yeah. And they're saying it'll it'll take forever. So tell people how, how would they get started in something like that? If they were interested, what would people give some people like there were some resources or things that they could do to kind of get into the crypto mining game? Because you that's just something you came to me about this and got me into this. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's very easy. YouTube is a learning platform. Mm. 
like it's entertainment, but it's the second biggest learning platform in the world. Yeah. Behind Google, who owns YouTube anyway. So go on YouTube. There are so many good channels, but two of the channels that come to mind that are great to learn how to crypto mine are Red Panda Mining and Vosk Coin. Okay. Vosk Coin has a great channel, drops videos every day. He has like 700,000 subs. And the other guy has a couple hundred thousand. That's how I learned the crypto from yeah. watching those two. Yeah, I remember coming uh, to your place for the first time after you told me about it. It was like a fucking heat wave. It, it was a heat wave, and uh, it, it looked it looked like the tech monster threw up in here. Yeah, I went a little crazy. Yeah, I have too much. I have too many miners now, where a lot of them are not even running anymore. It's just because you don't have enough space. I don't there. have the electric for it. That is the downside of it. Yeah, it takes electric. It takes a lot of energy. Yeah, right, and yeah. especially with the climate, all that sort of stuff. And and know. it was, I mean, we could talk about this in the next episode. But when Ethereum went away, so Ethereum used to be mineable, right? The most profitable coin you could mine by far, like more profitable than Bitcoin. And then that went away, and it's not mineable anymore. You can only buy it, and that changed the whole mining gotcha. like landscape. Yeah, like huge, like yeah. dr- like a lot of people. That's why graphics cards and the prices. If you're building a computer and you're trying to buy a graphics card, thirty eighties that I have last year were two grand each. Yeah, I can go to the store now and buy one for three hundred bucks. Right. Yeah. So yeah, when you got me into it, um, you know, I think the first miner I bought was eight grand. Mine too. You know, so you know um, how much those miners go for today? Probably less than a half thousand price. bucks. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So you know, but even still, a thousand dollars to some people, the barrier to entry can potentially be a lot greater to that this particular game. But it doesn't have to be. No, it doesn't have to be. <clears throat> it doesn't have to be. No. Um, but, but you've I, you've made money with it. Oh, for sure, dude. Yeah, for sure. And we're in a, a down market. Yeah. So every coin that we mine right now. And we just sit on, if we, if we mined it at like 30 cents a coin or whatever, when crypto gets to the next bull run and everything 10 and 20 and 30 X's, yeah. those coins that you mine will 10 and 30 X. Right, like, exactly. It's going to be... So I just try to hoard as much as I possibly can. That's it. That's all I'm doing too. Yeah. I'm starting over, but hoarding, <laughs> hoarding, hoarding again. Right. Yeah. 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 So anyways, uh, if that's something you want to get into, go check out the, some of those channels. Definitely the barrier to entry. doesn't have to be impossible, um, but it can be a little bit more difficult because some of these things are a little bit more expensive and there is a learning curve to it, but it is a form of passive income. And I definitely, I don't know if I'd put all my eggs in that basket, However, I don't think it, there's anything wrong with dipping your toe in that water because you can have a, a vehicle to potential freedom. It's as well. a potential to make a vast amount of money. Potentially, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. More yes. so than like anything. Yes, but it is highly, highly risky, risky yeah. and speculative. So yeah, you got to do your research. Yes, we yeah. are. Yeah. But yeah. now, I mean, there are even sites now where you could just Robinhood, you could buy crypto on. PayPal, right. I could buy crypto on. Like, yes. All these things. By the way, this is not financial advice to anybody. Yeah, definitely not financial <laughs> Please, advice. This is just a side hustle that yeah, we do. Yeah. Please use it at your own risk. Um, one hustle that the barrier entry is not super great, something that I've been doing since I was 16 years old. And as a matter of fact, I just made an extra $1,000 last week alone doing this. Recycling? Fucking selling trash, baby. Selling trash. Selling, huh? selling trash, scrapping metal. Hmm. I've been doing it since I was 16 years old. I mean, I definitely made several thousands of dollars over the years since I was 16 just scrapping other people's trash. So you just drive by like somebody's front Dude, lawn? Dude, I literally driving around. So this is the other thing. 
probably should have a truck. Truck is beneficial. Trailer might be beneficial, but I didn't start out that. I started out with a little tiny pickup truck. Well, yeah. Um, you still have a truck. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Not everybody has a truck True. and stuff like that, right? But um, started out 16 years old. Never knew this before, and I, I remember. I don't know if I asked my mom or my dad, but thinking of like, what are some ways that I can make extra money? So I started. Um, I learned that like, oh shit, I can get money for metal. Mm-hmm. And it, it was like at that particular moment, we we're talking about epiphanies last uh, uh, recently. That was right? an epiphany. That was like a little epiphany at that the point. The light like, went off. Like, like oh. oh shit, I can sell other people's track. They're just going to throw it away, and I can freaking sell that. Yeah. So I would, um, and again, I still do it this day, but just hoard as much metal as I can. I got a, I got a pile. Now, can it be aluminum or anything? Dude, you can freaking scrap aluminum, any sort of precious metal, which I guess you can argue aluminum might be some more of a precious metal, or at least along that range, you definitely get more money that way. Um, so you have two different classifications of iron. You have light iron and you have heavy iron. That's basically the gauge of the steel or the metal of the iron. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you could sell, so like, what is heavy iron? Like rotors, uh, rims. You know, thick gauge pipe, stuff like that. Uh, copper, um, you know, radiators, because radiators have certain precious metals in them, all that sort of stuff. How so, many truckloads did you have to make a thousand bucks? I had about five truckloads. So you made now, five separate trips? Five separate trips. So essentially, how it works, load my metal up, and I try to separate my metal because it's a lot easier that way. Go to the scrapyard. You get on a scale, they weigh you, you pull around. The whole truck gets on the scale. The whole truck gets yeah. on the scale, yeah. they weigh you, you pull around, you have like the yard guy who's telling you, like, what do you got? You got light iron, are you going to back it up here, unload it, get back on the scale. You basically do that until all the metal's gone. Go in the office, you give them your ticket, and has what they owe you. And they pay you right there? Pay you right there cash. It's nice. cash money too, by the way. Cash money. So if you figure, so like, so for everybody out there listening, trying to think like, oh, is that worth it financially? So probably put about, I made about a hundred dollars per hour. I probably put ten hours worth of work in. So it was one day. It was one day's worth of work. As far now, I already had this metal. Yeah, you had the metal. You just you loaded it up from your house. Yes, you took it to the scrapyard. Yep, five different times. Five different trips. And it took you about it t- 10 took hours? About 10 hours is about $100 an hour. If 10 hours of work? $1,000 a day, I'll take that. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Not a bad gig. No, not at not all. Not a bad gig. So I had actually, I had a, I was talking to my dad's buddy the other day. He's like, after I was coming back from the scrapyard, he was like, oh, dude, I had a, a friend of mine uh, that I used to work with. He quit working, started scrapping full time. He said, now this guy busted his ass, like working seven days a week scrapping metal. He's like, but... He owns four houses on Staten Island right now, so just selling trash, man. There's a lot of money in trash. That's crazy. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So that was one of my little side hustles. I still do it to this day. Been doing it since I was 16. Give me another one, dude. What do you got? Uh, YouTube. Ah, YouTube. I'm doing it right now. Like YouTube makes me money. Now, it's not passive income. Right. I'm putting the work in, but it is a side hustle. Like you spent your time scrapping. For sure. Um, so yeah, YouTube, just growing a YouTube channel, reviewing tech. I get a lot of free products yep. to review. Um, and, but it's, it's an easy side hustle. Yeah. You do it from home. Yeah. What's, um, how would people get started in just doing YouTube? Like how, what would be the best? How'd you get started? 
I remember when you started, but yeah, I've always wanted your... to do it's the radio thing back to the radio thing. Right. I always wanted to be on radio, but I used to watch like people on YouTube and be like, damn, I could do that. Yeah. And I'm not a talkative person. You're not. No. But I was like, I could, t- I mean, I love tech. I can talk about that shit. Yeah. Like I wanted, I wanted to talk about it. Right. Not that I could, I wanted to talk about right. it. Right. And then I just um, bought a camera, sat down, made some. Those videos are terrible, by the way. And they're up. Those videos are still out on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, if you go, you go. I think you, I'm pretty sure it's if you go back to the original. Yeah, okay. Slang the original cast. channel is called Slangcast. Yeah. So my, if you go back to Slangcast and you find that YouTube channel, go back to go through all the videos. Go to like the first couple. You're on some of the first yeah, couple am. too. Embarrassing. The first video I ever made is so bad. It's so bad. Oh my god. But you did it, dude. Yeah, and then you know, you try and learn, but that's all you got to do. You fucking you can do it with your phone. Right. You can record into your phone. Yeah. Create a channel on YouTube and upload it. Yeah. Talk about something you love or a and passion it, and or whatever. The crazy thing that I've realized with YouTube, you know, when I watch videos on YouTube or whatever it is, some of them just aren't even any good. A lot of them are and, terrible. Right. And the channels aren't even any good as far as like the the quality. But yeah. You know, they got a couple hundred thousand subs and you know their videos are you know got a you know s- you know couple, several you know even a million plus views and yeah. it's like you're just they're fucking literally doing it on their a cheap ass phone some of it is trash it really is and their channels do well but the crazy thing is they're they're providing some type of value and people like every they're and that's when people always say well there's too many people on youtube right. there's yeah. there's too much competition. no it's there's billions of people on there yes. if you can get a half percent of that right you don't have that's your full time job right exactly yeah you're right and you, you kind of made me realize that a little bit dude yeah so um, and it's easy just pull out your phone Hit record, upload it, and you got a YouTube channel. Yeah, and that doesn't where you have you don't have to end there, but like you grew little. But I mean, look at yeah. look, look at this channel, dude. Yeah. Right, like look at we started on your freaking kitchen table. Yeah, For, we're gonna bring that table back in too. By the that way, table's dope because you know when we have guests on, we're gonna yeah. use that table. But, that uh, table will look good in here. Yeah, so you know under this. Ghetto ass light that you fucking got out there. That yeah. light was perfect for bourbon and blunts, <laughs> though. Like just with the little shine. Yeah, but I told you I wanted to hang one here. I yeah, we should maybe think about that. Yeah. But um, and now like just little by little we upgrade and do a little bit better and add different things and and you know just improve upon it. And yeah. I feel like that's anything. Like you start somewhere and you just gradually improve if you keep doing. Once it. I have a vision. Oh yeah, you've been going. On. I don't stop. Yeah, I can like, see that. But. I'm always looking around, like, what can go there? What can yeah. go there? What can go there? Do I got to finish that wall over there with that paper? Do I do like? Yeah. I'm. Dude, it definitely shows. Every time I come back in here, you did something different. It's something. Every time you're here, it's something yeah. different. Yeah. Uh-huh. I so, like that thing a lot. The live on air sign. Yeah, yeah. I like my flag in the background now. <laughs> By the way, you see Billy's new flag in here. There's another flag over there too, that you guys probably can't really see, but it's uh, Jack Daniel's Tennessee whiskey, Billy's favorite. I mean, Jimmy's favorite. Yeah. The, um, you know, it was funny. The last episode you were talk, talking about racist. I was watching. Um, <laughs> it's so funny. It's so weird to me. Like, you have an American flag. And this, I know it's not an American flag. It's part of the Constitution. But, like, you have some type of American-esque symbolism. Yeah. You can't and support it, your country. Right. Like, yeah. what? Like, what are you talking about? So I was, I was watching Twitter. <laughs> I dude, I saw. What we do our. We do our <laughs> fucking. Dude, I was watching Twitter. And. There was these videos of, of people saying, like, yeah, like, I automatically assume if somebody's got an American flag in their yard, they're a racist. Yeah. It's like, it's, what it's are kind you of the vibe talking about? Yeah, I understand it. 
What are you talking about? Man. No, I, I don't fucking get it. Because uh, guess what? Do we you know live why? in fucking America. Yeah, but do you know why? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you, know what you know what I'm going to say. Because people are inherently evil. Oh, <laughs> you son of a bitch. That's what we're going to talk about tomorrow. So we're talking about tomorrow of uh, Slank coming over... Uh, my house and uh, doing a recording a podcast on it because you have some microphones. Uh, we got to test out. You yeah. got to test out. Um, and maybe we'll have our debate on there. Good yeah. and evil and record it. So, yeah, man. You fucker. <laughs> oh, maybe we'll bring some, uh, bring Dino cigars too. Oh, right? they're so, coming. Okay. Yeah, yeah okay, okay. definitely. I got to bring a camera too. I got to make sure. Well, I, let's, we're talking about, I got to make sure my princess that's okay. The princess. That's right. Um, what were we just talking about? What were we talking about? Talk, we're that. talking about the American flag. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But it was so fun. It was so weird to me. Like, Oh, we're talking about side hustle on YouTube and the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is also a side hustle. This podcast. This podcast is a side hustle. Now, it's not immediate income, but you got to put the work in, and right. hopefully Absolutely. it's fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, some other side hustles that I have uh, do and, well, have done and still do, freaking flip furniture, man. Dude, it's so crazy to me. You, you know, how many times I've seen not only scrap metal on the side of the road, but people throwing out quality furniture. Dude, I load that shit up in my truck and I take it to a, an, like a, there's, if you li I can guarantee most people have some type of auction house uh, around well, you. Yeah, they're everywhere. There, there's a few by us. Yeah, there's a, Take it to everywhere. an auction house, dude. I remember one day, man, I loaded my truck up with, with furniture. In four hours worth of work, I made 700 bucks cash. Wow. Just, dude, just literally loading my truck up, driving with it. With furniture you're finding where? Uh, I found so this was this particular moment. This was a house that somebody was selling. It was their father's had all all a lot of stuff in there, and they were like, "Listen, take what you want. Like we were we're, we're getting rid of this stuff. We can't we can't throw it all at like take it." So I went in there. So me. So how I got the hookup was um, uh, Skylar's mom knew this person. They needed help cleaning out the house. She knew that I would be happy to take this stuff. Yeah, and the person didn't care; like they knew what I was doing with it. When there was a lot of, a lot of you know, good furniture, a lot of quality stuff, and uh, seven hundred bucks cash and four hours worth of work, man. Can't beat that. Can't beat it, dude. Yeah, you know. And then you know the other thing is to fucking selling firewood. Mm. You know, and so the other, the part of the issue is trying to automate everything, right? You spread thin. You get spread thin. Yeah. That's the problem. So now I've started like hiring people to like, hey, I got firewood deliveries to do. Come, I need I need somebody to work to split firewood and stack it for me. Yeah. Boom. And now so now that takes the work off me. I'm still making money. I'm also now paying somebody else and they're making money, right? So now just trying to you know, automate you build on that. Build upon it. Yeah. Right. But there's so, dude, there's so many fucking ways to make money. Like it's it's unreal. If you have a little bit of drive and a little bit of work ethic and an imagination, you could be lazy as hell too. You and that's the other thing, right? You could, you be could lazy technically as hell. be lazy. You could literally as hell. be lazy as hell. I mean, I'm gonna go drive for Amazon or DoorDash or all you gotta do is get in your car and drive around. Right. There's now the caveat is, you know, I think some people well, look, not everything's for everybody, right? Well, of course. You know, you've done DoorDash before, haven't you? 
Uh, you were talking about I, I, it. I was going to. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, you but were it's. Just... I, I probably will at some point just to make extra money. Yeah, why not? When I'm bored, why? And I'm bored at home. Like I don't need to be here. Right. Just you're get in your car and go make money. Right. You're not a. You're not a committed relationship. You're not yeah. married. You don't have kids. Right. Like yeah. you just sit around and you twiddle your thumbs. So that's why not it. make some cash? If I'm not making a YouTube video. Yeah. But that's like yeah. If I'm not making. If I'm just bored and there's, I want to go out. Yeah. Just go drive. Yeah, absolutely. It could be Amazon. It could be Walmart. It could be like anything. Yeah. Uber, I mean, you can go Uber somebody for sure, yeah. right? I mean, there's so I mean, folks, folks that are out there listening and watching, there's so many different ways. We live in a great country to make extra money. You yeah. know, if you just have a little bit of, uh, I think, an imagination. Um, now, the barrier to entry to certain things definitely isn't accessible to everybody. Um, but think about what's accessible to you. You know, if you have something that you got a truck, hey, why not? Hey, you, you, you if see, you have a computer, well, that's the other thing. You, right? All you need is a computer, dude. You just brought up a great point. I'm talking about fucking, you know, busting your ass. You're talking about physical work. I'm talking about physical work. You can, if you can, if you got a computer, you can make money. Right. Absolutely. And you can make a lot more passive money. You're just chilling at home too. Right. Um, Any other forms of little, little money, money making things that you've messed around with before? Sell weed. (laughs) (laughs) That's illegal, my friend. Um, Yes, it is. Well, not anymore here. Yeah, but you can't sell it. And you can, I think, up to a certain amount, can't you? I don't know. That's a good question. I'm not sure. I think you can gift it. I mean, we're talking back in the, no, and don't sell drugs. Yeah. Well, you're saying when you were a kid. No, but that's not. Uh, I'm not talking about. I'm not using that as a way to make oh, passive okay. income. You're being facetious. Yes, I was being a jerk. Um, what is another way? I got one. ATMs, dude. Well, that's what you do right now. Yeah, I do that right now. ATMs. Yeah. That's a good. That, that is legit passive money. I always thought about doing that with vending machines. Same concept. Yeah. yeah. Same concept. I've always wanted to just... I always look at vending machines on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. It is... If you ever want to help with that, buddy, because I went down that rabbit hole too, like, I'm happy, I'm happy to see I used to drive for one. Oh, you did? When I lived in Florida, I drove for a vending company and would go drive around in Florida and refill everything. Okay. I almost... Very recently, this past year, I almost bought a vending machine route. Oh, yeah? 75 locations. Was 75... It was around there for seventy five thousand. What was? Did it give you the income? Yeah, yeah. I was it, the numbers look good, but I'm like, shit. Am I able to go from no like? You would need to hire somebody. Snack vending machines, like obviously, I have a bunch of ATMs. That's a little yeah. different. It's it. A, a ATM is like a vending machine. Um, <laughs> like now having this giant ass portfolio. Well, yeah. It's like shit. I've thought like, about doing that a lot. I do listen. If you uh, we can talk off air about it. if you want to yeah. go down that path, like I'm, I'm I'd be interested because you can buy system. some, you can buy a lot of bulk at like Costco and everything. For, and that's what and, the guy did. I talked make I talk a killing. Him. Yeah, and that's yeah. What he, but now he said he's, he had his own warehouse too that he's well, storing everything. Yeah, if you in. grow to that size, then you yeah, do well, it. That, I, shit, I'd be almost at that size already. When if I bought bought the uh, bought the route, yeah, you know. So, um, but yeah, so a lot of people think with the ATMs, like you have to be a bank. Well, you have to have disposable income. You have to have extra cash, for sure, to stock the ATM. Or you could set it up with the business owner for the business owner to stock the ATM. And then he gets a bigger cut. He gets a little bit bigger cut off the surcharge fee. But, yeah, a lot of people think only banks have to be into that. Ladies and gentlemen, I wish I got into ATMs when I was 20 years old. Yeah, you can go out and buy an ATM from anywhere. For sure. Um, Any other little thoughts and little side hustles for you, buddy? Um, No, wow. I'm surprised how long we've been going. Yeah, we got to probably wrap it up a little bit. Um, no, we'll come up. We'll, we can talk about this again in another episode. Yeah, in the future. Sounds good, man. Sounds good. We got a we got a rock and roll 
Thank you so much, everybody, for listening, watching. Find us on YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Uh, please like, share, comment, subscribe to help the channel. Really, really appreciate everybody thus far who's given us uh, your support. Over 100 subs now on YouTube. Yeah, man. You said the first 100 was the hardest. Always the most difficult. All right. Let's yeah. keep going. Let's go to 1,000. Yeah, man. Um, anything else, buddy? No, man. That's it. We'll be back. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Bourbon Blunts. Yeah. Jamie the J on Twitter. And digital underscore slang. Yeah. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening and watching. We'll catch you next time. Peace. Bye.